Hi guys, welcome back to Slipping Punches, a podcast where we talk about all things combat sports. Technically, this is episode 9, but in many ways, this is episode 1. Um, breaking news, we are no longer with Burn FM, because they have said that uh, broadcasting has stopped for the term or the year, we don't know. Um, but we thought, no, we, we want to bring you more analysis, more predictions, and more memes, and more MMA and boxing content. So we've decided to make like Joe Rogan and shift over to Spotify. So the good news is we no longer have to do that little speech at the beginning talking about how this is our opinions and not Burn FM's because we're our own podcast now. Um, yeah, freedom for budgets. Yeah, on to bigger and better things. That's I mean, why I think we're going to... Burn FM, like, they were pretty cool and very helpful. So, like, if they listen uh, to yeah. you... Yeah, there, there's no, there was no beef. It wasn't, yeah. Right. They didn't kick us off or anything, but you know what? I think this is uh, this is the right move for us. Annoyingly, I just wrote a fucking jingle that was all about Burn yeah. FM, and we were going to get that song and done. We've got, I've got to redo it now. Yeah, we're going to have to do a new one. Um, but I guess, yeah, we, we, we've got more freedom with the, with the new jingle. We won't have to uh, censor ourselves. We won't have to censor ourselves. Also, we don't have to... Um, for those of you that don't know, which will probably be most of you, um, if you want to get a guest on through Burn FM, yeah, you have yeah. to, there's like a three-week process of getting it approved by the guild if they don't go to uni. We can just call people up left, right, and certainly, but I can't come on, come on the podcast. So, yeah, if we are um, out of the cage and ready to fly to the sun. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, cause we can get our, our message around. You message your boxing coach, you message my mate, we'll... Uh... We'll send out a few messages, a few UFC fighters. I'm sure, you know, in the future, maybe McGregor, any of those, any of those big ones, can we, you know, Did get you, them on. Did you ever tell you that boxer followed me on Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Re- uh, really, really weird. I'm trying to remember what his name was. Um, it's... It, it, it was the night that oh he was fighting. Oh yeah, the night that Dillian White was fighting, and then yep. I was watching the Willie Hutchinson fight before that, and um, someone. Yeah, just someone stopped following me who followed him. He's a boxer, 8-0, 8,000 followers on Instagram or 4,000. I was like, oh. Ooh, maybe, really? Uh, maybe his DMs are open. We don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, if we get... I mean, as we're starting the episode um, off to the new Spotify fans, I guess we should probably plug the uh, our Instagram. Our the, Instagram. Uh, the fighting Instagram. underscore punches. I'm not going to lie, the memes so far, they've been pretty high quality. <laughs> yeah, we. Funny. No, they have been funny. We've had some good feedback from the memes. Um, um, and the so they've actually been quite good as well on here. Pr- yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, if, if for those of you who don't who don't know, basically on the uh, on the Slipping Punches Instagram, we we do fight predictions for all the upcoming boxing and big UFC events, any kind of fighting really. Um, we yeah do a lot of uh, fighting memes. So the kind of current ones things that people are talking about the uh, MMA news and boxing news we kind of just do memes around them and then uh, I guess just po- post about the, po- uh, the podcast when the podcast goes up and we do uh, kind of a few polls every now and then we just try and keep pretty uh, up to date on everything that class content. I'm actually putting a story up now oh yeah do one of uh, first Spotify uh, yeah first yeah. episode on the Spotify deal well we need to get it on there yeah, yep. we need to actually get it uploaded to Spotify first. But I'll let's see back. That would go well. Yeah, um, I looked at it. It didn't seem that hard, to be fair. Oh, sounds. We also do, uh, we also not break down, but like we review the nights and we talk about uh, what, who got what predictions right. Got a bit of a leaderboard. Um, 
Um, we are still even because we both got three predictions right and we both got one wrong for the um, boxing and UFC last weekend. We, yeah, so, so boxing, we both thought Conor Ben was going to just, you know, jab in and do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, big time. Um, and then UFC, so, both thought Arnold Allen would get the win. Mm-hmm. I thought Mike Perry was going to lose because I don't understand how he still got a contract. You were... Um, I went with Mike Perry. I you, thought that yeah. I thought that he might have just put it out of the bag because he really needed a win. But obviously, yeah, he got he got smashed. Yeah, I um, also believe that Kevin Holland would. <laughs> for you guys, anyone who saw or heard us talk about the um, the Holland Brunson fight, he didn't take it very seriously. He was he was chatting the whole time. He was talking to Khabib, not listening to his corner, and it really annoyed a lot of his fans. So it went into this fight, which you took on short notice. To be fair, he. Um, I thought he was going to be a lot more like collected and composed and ready to go, and he was, but it just wasn't enough to beat Katori because, yeah. No, I mean, and no, I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll get to the uh, the full fight breakdown in in a bit later on in this episode, but um, yeah, I I think I uh, got got a right prediction for that one. So that was yeah, we both got three right, uh, one wrong. So that leaves us. I think we yeah, have, so we're even, right? So yeah, maybe we're both six and two. Because that's the same as when we did the, the Stipe fight. We both yes. got... Um... Oh, no, we were, yeah. uh, we're five and two because we only had three predictions for that fight. Whereas we had four this time. Yeah, five and two. Okay, okay, cool. Um, really weird, it's happened the exact same. We, on the... Main event. Yeah, so we got the... Um... I got the main both event right We agreed right on like, the start of the main card. We agreed on that. Then we disagreed on um, the co-main event and the main event on both. And then both times you've got the main event right and the co-main wrong when I've done the opposite. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, listen, main event, that's yeah, what yeah, we I really want to get right. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that the main event's not. No, no. Yeah, so at the end, we're obviously going to do bonus points and that's going to be who for who got the most uh, main event predictions right. Oh, oh, are we now? Yeah, so, yeah, I just decided that right now, actually. When did you yeah. decide that? Uh, we'll about 20 seconds that. ago. Because I'm confident that I'm gonna get so many more right than you that even if like you get some bonus points from main event, I'm still gonna be taken away. I've been running away with it. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I we're just gonna keep doing this podcast, aren't we? So yeah. I'm trying to think like what point should we stop doing the predictions? And are we gonna say at the end of this year, or we're we gonna go? We could do lots of little ones, like maybe every thirty days, because there's like a problem. Three UFC events. Sometimes there's one a week, uh, but like normally, like about three UFC events in a month. Yeah. Um, so do it like monthly, and then maybe after who knows, if doing this podcast after twelve months, we can see who's won the most months, and then there's an even bigger forfeit for the loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be a little bit optimistic to say we'll be still be doing it twelve months, but You've got Spotify, You've got Spotify, you're listening. Like you know, send us an offer. Send us. Send us an offer of nothing and just like put our podcast up. Okay, thank you. Trust me, when they see the memes on the uh, slip and punches. Oh, the memes are fire. Have you got a favourite meme so far? So my one uh, is yes, one of the ones you've done. It's uh, I just yeah, this one was good. Um, it's when your girlfriend won't watch Fury Wilder two for the fiftieth time, and it's you afraid to get wet. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a fun one. I think. That was the first one actually. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, no, it's oh, no, second, second one, second one. Yeah, I think I 
should we do all Yul Marrero one, Romero just because it's relatable content. Yeah. Um, I I don't know why I really like uh, the, the Dave ones. The Dave ones are good, yeah. Yeah, it's like when Francis Ngannou to Johnny when he keep KO'd Stipe <laughs> and Johnny said he had no patience. Composure, lads. Composure. Respect me. Like, Respect me. Uh, or like <laughs> when Dana White when Sean Jones threatened to leave the UFC. How many fucking times <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Oh, they're good. And to be fair, we've, I mean, we've made so many, haven't we? We have, we've got quite a few. We've got back. tons to come. We're just trying to keep it, you know, top quality ones. We don't really want to start putting out some like pretty rubbish ones. No, no, we like the, the cream, cream ones. Exactly. Quality um, ones too. The one up about um, Burn FM saying your services are no longer required. And it's like, I'm not fucking leaving. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah we, we got a few of those ones. I mean, after this episode, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's quite it's good distraction from uh from work, working at the yeah, moment. I can imagine. <laughs> um, finally, like my weird ability to remember film quotes is coming in so clutch. Yeah, when uh yeah, you can always, you always be remembering them. So that's uh, that's good. Right. Right. So, about the um, what should I start with? Boxing. I guess start with last 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 weekend. Do I start with the boxing? Yeah, go on then. So I mean, Conor Ben, what a man. Went in. Yeah, did on just. Vargas. Yeah, just um. Before that, did you uh, watch any of the other boxing? I, I was watching like the undercard or the uh, the co-main event or anything like that. So I was planning on it, but then it was my mate's thirtieth, and for those <laughs> UK listeners will know that restrictions have just been eased, and we were allowed to go sit in the garden and have a few pints. And I thought oh, I'll go for a bit, be back in time for the boxing. And then you know how we always complain that UFC events are on it four or five in the morning. We're never going to be yeah. able to watch them. But one time, they were boxing and UFC was all like starting around 8pm. And I staggered mm-hmm. home at 4 in the morning and then watched them. Um, so because I was so exhausted and still a little bit drunk, I only watched the main event, I'm afraid. Yeah, no, I know you're begging me not to, not to spoil the fights for you. <laughs> I, I didn't look at my phone all night. I, like, I just wasn't risking it. Oh, no, no, honestly... um. Yeah, also, uh, if me and Johnny do something a little bit like worse for wear, as he said, look, uh, yeah, restrictions have kind of lifted a bit, so both, yeah, had a few heavy days. Pubs have just opened again, so, you know, it'd, it'd be rude not to go for a few times. Yeah, yeah, it would, it would be rude not to. It would be rude not to. Um, um, yeah. Though? Also, uh, 30-year-old friend, that's a bit weird. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I'm not going to say anything, but it's a little bit nonsense, really. Anyway... <laughs> Because um, <laughs> he, he turned 30 the other day, and I was like, by the way, mate, when you were starting uni, I was in year five. I was like, jokes on you, mate, never went to uni. <laughs> well, fair play, fair play. Yeah, yeah. Got um, you there. But yeah, so the, the boxing, so did you watch all, all the fights so, on that? I, no, I just watched the. Because the other annoying thing was that the the, uh, the main events were on at the same time. Yeah, that was Um But I had. I basically had two streams up the the boxing and the UFC and so I, I watched a bit of the uh the women the women's fight. I think it was a co main event actually, maybe the one before that. Um basically two women. Um it was uh Ebony Bridges against Shannon Courtney. They had a ten round fight and it was it so it was um Shannon Courtney sees uh, from Watford actually. I'm surprised she didn't surprised didn't get back. Yeah, surprised you went back in there, but um or didn't know she's fine. Uh, and then Ebony Bridges was this uh, Australian girl, she's a model, she's honestly so fit. Um but she, yeah, basically they fight each other and uh, 
10 rounds. And honestly, it was like such a scrap, just a war. The whole fight was so good. Um, just like, you know, walking each other down. And, uh, like both had great, great gas tanks on them, both looking for the KO. Uh, and then I just only wanted to mention it because if you guys can look up that fight, so Bridges versus Courtney, and look up Bridges uh, on Instagram, and her eye is so mashed up. It's like, it's crazy. It puffed up to... Do you remember um, uh, Donald Cerrone against Tony Ferguson? Yeah. Do you remember when he like blew his nose when he shouldn't have you know, between rounds and his eye just puffed right up yeah. and had to stop the fight? It was it, it's a lot worse than that, I think. I've, I've just found a picture of it and oh my God. It's, uh, it's massive, isn't it? It's crazy. That is, that is honestly like... Do you remember those sweets that have been a kid called like jawbreakers? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like she's got one of them underneath her eye. You're not in an eye socket, it's like crazy. Well, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, no. that up. Wow. Great fight. They didn't stop the fight either. It was in the, she, she, she got it in, uh, I think, the eighth round, um, or ninth round, and then, yeah, she had a couple more rounds left. They didn't stop it, though. She, 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 I mean, she, she said when she went back to her corner, oh, I can't see anything out my eye now. Like, I'm fully blind in the eye. Wow. Yeah, um, but then obviously the main event. Mr. Connor Ben. 85 seconds or something. Connor Ben just yeah. put it on him. Yeah, no one's ever done that to Vargas. No. Um, yeah, the, he really is the destroyer. He is. Oh. So I, I didn't know too much about Connor Ben until Johnny sort of started mentioning him to me and, you know, just let me know what he's like and stuff. And uh, I love him now. Yeah, yeah. He's, I um, absolutely love him. Definitely <laughs> I could I yeah. remember I was, having, I was watching the fight. It, it was so short that it was, um, they put it on like YouTube within like, an app or something, or maybe not that quick, but it was fast. So I was just watching it on my phone, and then I could see he, he won the fight, and then he, I think he started like either calling someone out or he was shouting about like, doubt me now, stuff like that. He was just so like gassed up, and I was like, oh, he's just so hard. Yeah, he, he's so good. And it was like in the post fight, uh, one of the post fight um, interviews with Eddie Hearn, and Eddie Hearn's like, you know, we we didn't really know what he was going to be like. We didn't really know how good he was. Um, but you know, he know he came out and showed it. And before Eddie Hearn finished, he was like, oh, "We didn't really know how good you know Conor Ben was." Conor Ben was like, just looked him dead in the eyes, like, "You know how fucking good I was, mate." Like, you, what do you mean you didn't know how good I was? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like a uh, fighter. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no, I love, I love him there. Great accent. Yeah, <laughs> things that um, did age well though in the face off when um, Vargas was like, "Ah, oh, I see fear in your eyes," and then he was like, "No, you don't." Yeah. <laughs> As it turns out, no, he didn't. No, no. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what he does next. I think actually he's put a um, he's put a YouTube video out. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's quite, it's okay. quite a YouTube channel actually. Oh, yeah, no, you mentioned that you already had a YouTube channel, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, post fight reaction from the bed after Vargas. I, um, yeah, and then he, he just says the description, I guess, onwards and upwards from here. Yeah, I'll be interested to see um, who. <laughs> Here we go to the next. Yeah, because he... Well, he's talking about Amir Khan. Did you see that? I did, yeah, I did hear that. How old is Amir So he, he, he wants to fight Amir Khan. I was like, oh, he must be Late pushing days. 40 almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wants to fight Amir Khan. I mean... Hey, Amir Khan's it, 34. He's 34? 34. Fuck it. Wow. Okay. I hope he doesn't fight for too much longer because if he's fighting with the chin that he's got now when he's close to 40... That's going to be serious. Yeah, that's going to be bad for him. Because he's got no chin. His chin is absolutely non-existent at the moment. And yeah, if you take a few hits from Conor Ben. 
from Conor Ben, yeah, you know, you're not yeah. going to stand that. No. Well, I would love to watch that. I look, um, yeah, I can't wait to see Conor Ben. Says he's going to do. Right, Conor Ben hits Amy Khan with an uppercut, and he's just finished. Yeah. What do you think of his um, like about tattoos the other week? What do you think about Conor Ben's tattoos? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> not I, at all. I, I think it fits his character. Like it fits, you know, his personality of being quite like, in the hard man. But... I think the ones it's the neck for me. I don't like neck. Oh mate, the neck. I hate the neck ones. Um, I hate them. Yeah. Cody Garbrandt, Conor McGregor's got a little one. Bit is awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> How have we not done the Cody Garbrandt meme yet? <laughs> no, I, I will not have any Cody Garbrandt disrespect on this podcast. Like, he does not have a glass jaw. <laughs> you got to stop feeling sorry for him. I know like, everyone well, takes a piss. A man at... who was taking bets. Like, all right, of course he's going to hurt. Oh, that's why. I, I Okay. I you did just love hate that, you hate that pets. like video that you sent me when you you tried to make the meme on on TikTok take part work. Yeah. It was him walking back, I think, to his um dressing room after the fight and he was like, I'm just taking in everything, all the emotions <laughs> now. That's what's gonna fuel me and I was like, Oh mate, you sound so American. No, I know, I know. Taking the situation. Oh, it was so funny. When he, when he, yeah, so a video on YouTube of Cody Garman basically going back to the changing room saying, I'm never going to put my family through this again. I saw the looks on their faces. I'm never going to do that. When he just got knocked out by TJ. And the next fight he goes against, is it a Sansa or something? No, no, no. Maybe, oh, I can't, can't remember now. Um, was it Rafael Sansa? Yeah. Or was it the guy who. Or did he knock him out? I can't, I can't remember. Basically, the next fight, he, it's, it's the fight where he goes absolutely crazy. And he oh, just gets yeah, in that so scrap. TJ and then... twice. One of yeah. them. I mean, I think arguably one of them was had something to do with heads. Yeah, um, definitely one. And then yeah. lost to Pedro that, that was it. That was Pedro yeah. Munoz, yeah. And then um, beat Rafael Santel. And he beat... Okay, yeah. yeah. And then fighting Rob Fun very soon. Mm, so he's, yeah, he's very bad. I just need to watch his um, Joe Rogan appearance. Uh, it did look quite good. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't watch that. But yeah, but... Um, Speaking of UFC, there were like, although I was in a, a little bit of a tipsy state when I watched them, there were some very good scraps this weekend. I thought. Um, yeah. The Arnold Allen one. Um, the Arnold Allen one. Yeah. 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 So he's a uh... he's uh, English. He's from Ipswich. Mm. Fun, fun fact, and he is now on an eight fights win streak in the UFC. Yeah, he looked really, really good. Just really technically so- like sound. He's just a solid. Sort of fighter. I haven't seen him fight before. Having seen so. some of his fights, he um he does what he needs to do in them. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, like he's yeah. a, it's a bit Usman-esque. Oh. Um, like not. Okay. I wouldn't say boring. I enjoy watching them, but like, he's had eight fights in the UFC. He's won eight. Um, yep. Two of them were chokes. The mm-hmm. other six have been decisions. Um. Maybe if he was in five round fight, he might. How old is he? Do you say? Uh, how old? He's I think I want to say twenty six. Yeah, I uh, know he's born in ninety four, so he's just turned twenty seven. Okay. Um, Still got yeah, young. Yeah, like I would like to see him get the finish at some point, but he's he's doing what he needs to do. Um, he's a really good all round fighter. I don't think his takedown defense is amazing, but you know he's, he's mm. twenty seven, just turned twenty seven, so like he's he's still evolving and he's starting to fight more and more like a higher. Um, caliber of opponents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's now ranked eighth in the featherweight division, so he's in the top he ten. He's starting to get well, himself in the in the top mix. 
Yeah. Do you know what's do you know what's weird? So um when you're analysing divisions in the UFC, what's really interesting is to look at what kind of fighters you see in the top ten, I'd say, around ten or five. Yeah. And if you look in the featherweight division, the seven fighters ranked under him, there's only maybe there's only really one or two wrestlers. Maybe only one, which would be uh, Volkanovski. And I'd say almost everyone else, they're all just strikers. Yeah. yeah which is interesting. So all of his next fights, if he's, you know, trying to be a top contender and he's, he's looking towards the belt, they're all mostly going to be striking matches. And that's, that's, you know, his, that, that's what he does. Like, that's, that's, what he, that's what he does. So, I, um, yeah. I'd, I'd quite like... I think Calvin Cates would be a really good match for him. It's one of those yeah. fights that, like, the more UFC I watch, the more that I like different fighters, and so the, the less I want them to lose. But then, obviously, when, like, two of them come against each other, someone's got to win. So it's like, it's kind of win, yeah. also a lose-lose. Yeah. I like so many people in the featherweight division as well. I like um, Volkan, obviously. Obviously, you've got to love Holloway, you've got to love Ortega. Zabit, yeah. you've got to respect his skill set so I much. Rodriguez is the same. I particularly like him. I don't dislike him, I just... I don't have a huge yeah, he, opinion on him. He seems yeah. like a sound fella. He's very he does. He, I guess he, he's just one of those fighters where he doesn't speak any English and he just lets his uh, fighting do the talking. Yeah. Uh, again, Yair Rodriguez, not that bothered. Chance uh, Strong, I, I hope I said that right. Uh, yeah, not really bothered either, to be fair. I like Kater. I like Kater. You know, he took a beating in the Holloway <laughs> and, he, and he kept walking. And I was, yeah, he, he did. He knocked down in that fight. How mad he, is did, that? he didn't get knocked down. I don't think so. Wow. So wow. that's then, that's crazy. Uh, Josh Emmett it makes me think of like hillbilly inbred, but he probably yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. Um, so say that now that we're not sensitive. Yeah, Josh Emmett. <laughs> yeah, we can. Oh well, oh, I just want to just make me think of the tweets that Conor McGregor is um. Oh my um, God. <laughs> Jerry, we'll get to that in a bit. That, 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 <laughs> yeah, when we will. Um, yeah, the Arnold, I think. Anyone in the top ten, I'd go into Fed top eight. Really, I don't think there's any point in fighting Jeremy Stevens or that huge. Like, no, no, I no. guess he could, but he really wants to be going up. Um, yeah, no, you could put him. I think. Who else? I think at the minute, Holloway, Ortega, Zabit, they're going to be too much for him. I don't think he's that like he's up there yet. I think he, he needs no. a bit more experience. He's only twenty-seven. I think yeah, maybe you know seven through five. Why not have one of them? Preferably not Calvin Cater because I want him to get another win. Yeah, I like Cal- I like Calvin Cater. I like to see him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know what's mad? So obviously we um I bet they'll bet on um of all the fights at the weekend. Another reason I wasn't looking at my phone. Um and then in the Adam fight, I think the Adam fight was fast, I can remember. Then first two rounds in, he dropped the guy once briefly. Um, yeah. It looked like it was going his way. So I started to relax a bit, and I was like, realistically, the other guy's not be touching him that much. Even if he loses round three, he's going to win the fight. Like, this one's pretty set. And then um, I started, like, paying attention more to his corner. And I was like, oh, Zach Farrar Harvey, who's a um, GSP trainer. Yeah, I yeah, like, yeah, I know. I have no idea. And I, I, I really like Farrar Harvey. Like, I, so I love him as well. I love the way he speaks. Uh, I, know, he, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. He's got such, like, a, a soft, elegant way that he yeah. talks and it sounds so informative but simple yeah I love him he's um, very articulate as well you can tell he's um he's a smart guy articulate. uh yeah so he's um Arnold Allen he was his cornerman so yeah so apparently um Arnold Allen's been his trained with uh GSP because they're in the same GSP obviously is uh same really? coaches yeah 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 so I apparently just assumed that Arnold Allen would be coached in the UK 
Yeah, no, me too. But I mean, and the commentators were saying, I can't remember who, like Bisping or whatever, he was saying, uh, yeah, no, they, they train together and it's just like, that kind of experience, that's, that's you know, that you're never going to get that kind of experience in, in, any, in any gym, really. It's like a DC or a, a GSP, you know. Yeah, but that's a, a legend, legend of the, um, yeah. of the company. Well, I mean, if you've got 8-0 in the UFC, now ranked 8th featherweight, you've got Faraz Harvey as your coach, you train with GSP, like, you think it's looking pretty decent at this point. Exactly, yeah. Um, do you know who's not but, looking decent? Mr. Mike Plastenberry. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's poor guy, man. I feel so sorry for him after the weekend. Did you just see what he tweeted on Instagram? Oh, no. I no, used to be what? so great. That's how he started it. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it was, it oh, was a broken man. Like, obviously, I think he's a bit of a meme, and I don't think he's very good. But, um, yeah, it was... <laughs> Uh, so I went on Twitter and typed in instead of Mike Perry, Twitter. So, uh, Platinum Mike Perry. Um, so like he's a he's broken now. That poor he's, poor guy. He's struggling. He's uh, another guy who tweets nonstop as well. Yeah, I've just realised how much he does tweet. I'm really. Yeah, this is. That quite far. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's tweeting multiple times every day. Yeah. Okay, I can't, I can't find it. But it was basically like, um, I used to be so great. I don't know what's happened. Um, I do all this for my family. I'll bleed for mm. them. I've got one fight left on my contract. Let's just go out and see what happens. I'm like, yeah, that is a man that knows he's going to get cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't good enough. No, How old is he? I mean, apparently he didn't have a proper... Darren Till said something about, like, trainer... Or a proper coach, I don't know. But like, well, he's it, just so he's got he's uh moved he's moved coaches or oh, sorry sorry he's moved camps um so he's at a different gym with a, a new coach who re- I thought his new coach is actually decent like they were saying oh, I can't remember now they were talking about the, the commentators or maybe some um YouTuber or whatever was talking about his uh yeah his trainers and they they've actually trained some decent people before but um what did you hear, so did you hear what Darren Till said then about Potentially bringing him to the uh, yeah, Cabon camp. Yeah, he offered to take him to Liverpool and um, train with them. And then he was like, "Oh, he's clearly got talent. He just needs some direction." Yeah. I'll put him and his family out in a, a hotel or something yeah. or, or a property. And I'm like, "What? Are you? I'm fair. Um, I think Darren Till just feels sorry for him. Yeah. Then Mike Perry said that he doesn't think that's a genuine offer. Oh, really? <laughs> he, he just he, he tweeted saying, "Oh, did you guys really think Darren was serious?" Um, I think it mm. would be. I know Till likes to chat shit and like have a bit of banter. I think it would be like quite a lot to watch a man lose, you know, unanimously decision uh, offer to take him into your um, training camp, and then to be like, "Nah, mate, joking. You're gonna get back." <laughs> like, just, I don't think Till would do that. But no. it's, not, it's not looking good for, for Perry. Uh, no. Record. What's his record like? Do I even want to look? Right, 15 fights in the um, UFC. Over Guess half the many losses. Of them he's lost. Over half? Yeah. Oh, eight, yeah. Eight losses. Eight losses. And you're uh, in the 15 UFC. 15 fights. Uh, in his last one, two, three, four. He's lost 
His last ten fights, he's won three. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How? How does this man have a job? Yeah. He... And also, he yeah. really needs to be good at fighting with that terrible face tattoo. Well, what is he gonna do if if he can't fight? Um. I mean, he he'll he always could, be a fighter. There's he can literally do fuck all else. I mean, Mike Perry has got. He, I can't see. He, what other skills has he got? Nothing. Uh, he, could, he could go to like a really bad, like a, a low level um, association, maybe fight for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but how old is he actually? He's born he's in 29. So he's, yeah, heading towards 29. 30. Well, things aren't looking good for Platinum Mike. Not really, because he, I mean, as a fighter, you've got a short career, so he needs to be making all his money by the time he's 40, really. Yeah, and I can't past see that, it's just coaching. <laughs> so imagine, no. imagine having him as your coach. That'd be terrifying. Yeah. Like trying to teach like five-year-olds how to jab. Yeah. Um, I really hope they give him Darren Till for his last fight, so we can just have that. And then Darren uh, Till is the final nail in the coffin to get him out of the UFC. You know that would be good. That would be good if Darren Till could just fully knock him out. Yeah. Um. I mean, no, I, I like that. I like Mike Perry. He's funny. He's dis I mean, he's just different. You know, he he hit. Daniel Rodriguez 61 times over three rounds. Hmm. He landed 20 times per round. Yeah, and so he uh, basically punched once every four minutes. Every minute. Four times a minute. I was gonna say not every year. Yeah. Uh, four times a minute. And then quite a few of them were probably leg kicks, right? Probably. Daniel Rodriguez on the other time, on the hand hit him uh, 129 times. Yeah, he looked really good, Daniel Rodriguez. Are any of these lads ranked? Um, yeah, Rodriguez is ranked. He must be. Uh, welterweight, where's that? Like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> nope. Nope. Neither of them are ranked. Nope. Well. Neither of them are ranked. <sighs> okay. Well, they're trying their best. Daniel Rodriguez is probably on the up. I reckon that's up here. Yeah. Oh wow, Daniel Rodriguez is old. He must be on the way out then. Born in '86. Oh, well, that's a bit of a late. Hmm. Really uh, surgeon as well. That's pretty weird. He is like. Huh? Then again, Anderson Silva did get a contract as a UFC interview today too. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it was right. main event. Main event, yeah. The well, orc against uh, Holland. The orc against uh, <laughs> Big Mouth. Yeah, the orc against Big Mouth. Um. I think round one. Hmm. Holland won. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. And, uh, did you see the pre-fight? Conference with Vittori. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, now that Derek Brunson has found like a formula to beat uh, Kevin Holland, you reckon you're just going to do that? And he was like, no, no, that's not how I fight, just because Derek Brunson did it. I'm going to beat it my own way. But that turned out to be bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think everyone I was the, in uh, the first round. I think Holland won. I think it was close. Yeah. It was competitive. Actually, no, I, 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 I'm going back on that. I'm, I say, um, I, I think Vittori won that. Right, just because of the just because of takedown and oh, he did true. a bit of damage. Okay, fine, but if you look at like the just the striking. Yeah, and he yeah, was, you're I right. I think well, whilst it wasn't like really one way, I think um, Holland was striking better than Vittori um, was. Yeah, and his so leg kicks were brutal. Well, I'm just gonna mm -hmm. hold you on the floor then, and that, yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, there's definitely switch. Like he he realised there's no way I can strike with Holland. Um, 
Holland, he looked really, he did look really good in the the first uh, half of the first round, just judging his distance well, um, flying on the outside, and then whenever Vittori, like, there were a few times like when Vittori was coming in, he looked so sloppy. Yeah, he it looked like if if Holland could just land a punch like an uppercut or something, he could uh, he could fin- maybe maybe even finish him, but yeah, um, but could keep it going. Kevin Holland just can't, yeah can't defend takedowns. It would seem. No. He, um, no. 11 out of 17 Vittori landed in one wow. round. Like, yeah, 17 is tons. Also, when you think about it, round one, that he didn't go for one until like right at the end. And mm-hmm. I think it was round three, he was on top of him, like in control for over four and a half minutes. Yeah. So basically, in rounds two, four, and five, he managed to land nine takedowns. Yeah. Crazy. Like, yeah, he was, fair, play, he was fair, fair play to him. Yeah, fair he, play. Yeah, he, like he got, got the job done. He was on top of it, like in control for a full 20 minutes of 25. Yeah. Uh, I, I got Emma to watch that fight. Yeah. And I sent her the link. And she wasn't bored. I don't know how she wasn't bored. I was pretty bored watching it. it I was like, oh, like, I was like, you should, got, you should have bought it, you know. Done, but it wasn't a very yeah. entertaining fight to watch. He, he did, Vittori did what he had to do. Uh, and yeah, I get it. He just basically repeated what uh, Brunson did to Holland, uh, and also it, it was only like ten days, two weeks fight. Um, fight yeah, notice, that, wasn't that, that is true. To be fair, he was playing for a different fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. What did um? What did Emma think of it? She. So I was trying to. This is the thing, you know. If if you don't know too much about UFC or, or MMA, you don't understand what goes on on the ground. And so I, I was. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, you know, me and you doing. You know, ten years of jujitsu or whatever we've done. You know, yeah, yeah we just played um, the game UFC for a little bit. Now yeah, we, we know what's going on. <laughs> got, we still got no clue, but yeah, <laughs> I could, I could appreciate that things are happening. Exactly. Yeah, it's like when you, yeah, oh, when I'm thinking I can do, uh, like, put someone in an armbar or put someone in like a rear naked choke just from watching the fights, and I've got no chance. Like, I try and do it on a mate, and it just doesn't go so wrong. Have you seen that meme of it's like um, a, a fat guy? He's got like crisps going down his shirt, being like, "What? Why are you tapping up to the guillotine?" I'd have like got him off me and then KO'd him. <laughs> That's basically no. what we're turning into. Yeah. So I, I was t- trying to teach Emma through, or just tell her like what's happening, what she should look out for, like any kind of yeah big moments on the ground. And but there was just nothing because all it was was just Vittori laying on top of him. He wasn't looking for a submission. Um, he was just trying to get in full mount and then lay some elbows and some punches to the body, and so it was pretty simple. So the ref did pull him off. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was so simple. Uh, Emma, Emma enjoyed it though. Oh, fair yeah, enough. she enjoyed it. Um, yeah, surprisingly. Really weirdly, I I showed Emma um, a video of the Jorge Masvidal knockout, and she was not. She didn't like it. Oh, you're Emma. Yeah. So just just to clarify, <laughs> to everyone, we both got a girlfriend called Emma. Um, funk yeah. so my girlfriend and I showed her that knockout and I think I also showed her the Alice Overeem what, by Ngarni those two oh. like wow oh. she was just like oh my she's like how can you enjoy this like <laughs> they were like are they okay and I was like oh, I don't think he's okay to be honest I mean, like he's, he's fully unconscious and she was like this should be legal I know well so I, I was watching the I was actually watching the boxing and um 
when I was supposed to be doing my disc work, so my mum comes in, she's like a bit annoyed, she's like, Oscar, get, get, you know, what are you doing? You should be doing this. And I've just got like, <laughs> I've got my, my, you know, on my uh, laptop screen, I've just got the UFC on one side and then the boxing on the other side. I'm like just in the chair, just loving it. So like, we should be doing, doing a disc. And I'm like, no, don't worry, it's a big fight. But I'm watching the, the girls fight and I, you know, I was trying to show her the, the girls, um, Bridges' eye when it's completely sw- uh, puffed up, swollen up. But, um, and then I was like, oh no, you should see UFC, it's way worse. I showed her some knock- knockouts on that. She's like, that is illegal. That, like, that should not be allowed. I don't want to watch that. She got pretty, got pretty angry. She's like, don't show me that, Oscar. Um, you know, you should really? be watching that. Don't bring it to, into this, into the house and stuff like that. And don't my parents don't, the they don't really know that, obviously don't know how big and huge this podcast is going to become. So. No, they, mine neither. I, I tried explaining it to them. Yeah. Nothing. No, go straight ahead. Uh, and then I was, I, was, I, mean, I was explaining it to my dad, and then um, what, he said, so how often do you put out this this pod? I think call it a podcast, call it a pod. And I was like, um, <laughs> yes, dad. I was like, we do about one episode a week, and then he was like, well, what, what do you talk about? And I was like, like combat sports, dad. And he was like, well, there's not boxing on every week, is there? And I was like, no, but there is MMA. And then he was like, MMA? You know, what is this MMA? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, um, what are we on about? Yeah, it's so always Kevin looking good Holland's, though. What do you think Kevin Holland's going to do? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I think he's moving so, down to 170. Do you think? I think his problem was a bit like Israel Adesanya's problem against Yan. He's just not big enough. Like, he was able to say mm. this about such a because he's probably like close to 180 anyway. Like, he's a... I know people say he's yeah. skinny. Like Kevin Holland is a skinny dude. Yeah, he's um, really skinny. I think he could probably he could get down to one seventy no problem. Um, just be bigger, probably work on your takedown defense, and yeah, just regroup and crack on with the what's coming next. Yeah, I, I do, I do like him. Yeah, I like him. I'll, I'm, I'm look forward to his next fight. Um, but yeah, I, I like him when he's concentrating and when he's focused on the fight. Yeah, that first round was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, really. I like it. I like his style when he's fighting like that. Yeah. So, I guess that's UFC, isn't it? That is. And then, well, we've got the um, this weekend. We're to go against Aston. Don't you mean um, Paul vs Askren? We've got the big ones <laughs> okay, first. Okay, fine. Yeah. We'll do this first. I mean, no, we 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 talked about this before. Um, yeah, I've decided that I think that Ben's oh no 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 seriously go on to wait it was on instagram i saw it oh no you have to find it on youtube but i saw a youtube video t- earlier today on ben asking um sparring and oh my it god it, w- it was so sad was it something he's put out though so i don't think it was ah. i i know i know what you're getting towards i know you, you know he's just trying to make us think that he, he can't box he's... and i mean he, i think but... he's, he's acknowledged that that's the thing you know um Jake's older brother Logan. <laughs> yeah. He's got the second biggest podcast in the world, right behind this one. Um, he, <laughs> he had Ben Askren on it, and then was like, "I saw that, yeah." And they were like, well, "What are you going to do if you lose?" And then he was like, "No, if Jake's good, he'll beat me." Yeah, I really like the way he's approaching it. To be fair. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's like, he's not bothered. You like, know, he's, he's saying, um, if if Jake is uh, as good as he says he is, then he's going to beat me. But he just thinks that the chances that Jake is as good as he says he is are really, really low. I think we have been sort of 
Jake Paul has managed to convince people that he could fight with professional fighters because he's knocked out a basketball player and a YouTuber. Yep. And, like, I know when you watch it, he, he looks good and he's got his footwork and stuff. I don't, I'm not saying that he can't box at all. I just... I think that he, he he's just been... Yeah, he's just, yeah he's, he hasn't fought anyone that knows how to take a punch. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting on both sides because... Uh... There's a certain mystery about both of the fighters. Like you don't know what, yeah. Like like you say with Jake Paul, you don't know how he's going to face against an actual fighter. And then with Ben Askren, we don't know what it's going to be like when he's just boxing and he he can't chuck in a takedown. Yeah, this is anyway, so I don't sneaky want... by Jake Paul though fighting a, a, a yeah a, a MMA it's a, fighter. It's a win-win for him. Yeah. Yeah, it is a win-win. Um, yeah, I'm I'm back at Ben Askren to just take the punch and be like, all right, sound. Yeah, I, mean, I guess we might as well put that in prediction now. You're, you're going Askren, I'm going Jake yeah. Paul. Well, I, I I need to check what Shell Sudden says because if he says Jake, if he says Ben Askren, then I'm, I'm changing. Yeah, who did he say for? Did he do prediction for recently? Yeah, and he, he acknowledged. This is so funny. He acknowledged the Chael curse that whoever he picked loses. Yeah, and he said, "You know what, guys? I'm not. I'm not picking anyone for this fight." I think they're going to trade. They're going to go round for round. It's going to be a war. They're going to slug it out. It's going to yeah. be a great stand-up fight that they spend 20 minutes on the ground. Okay. So, right. if Chael Sonner says Ben Askren is going to win, I'm, I'm changing my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. But uh, for now, we'll, we'll put in the professional athlete who, although has a hip, <laughs> a dodgy hip, will still beat the child. The, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I want him to Nah, he's entertaining. I don't really like. I don't like him, but he's entertaining, you know. I just every time he's, you know, you get the people when they start speaking, you're just like, shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. That, that's him. Yeah, so a few people come to mind. <sighs> anyway. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> moving on. swiftly on because I know you don't want to dwell on moving that. But... Um, Whitaker. Um, that, you know mm-hmm. that video that I tagged you in earlier? Was it you that <laughs> told me about that before? Was it me? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Might, uh, anyway. Maybe, so, maybe, maybe. So, um, what we're talking about, guys, basically, on The Ultimate Fighter, which is this TV show where they get two guys from the same weight class to coach some, like, uh, up-and-coming fighters, and then they do, like, lots of different challenges, and then they actually, in different groups, fight each other, and then at the end, you get like a cash prize in the UFC contract. And then the two coaches will have a fight um, in the UFC. And two years ago, it was Rob Whittaker against um, Kelvin Gastelum. Dana White comes out and says, all right, guys, challenge this week is a 5K race. And um, the winner gets 10 grand. And all of his fighters get $1,500. And I was like, I'm just throwing away money. And um, they, didn't, they didn't give the times for... How, like, long I wish they'd given the times. I really did. I, I was, um, I was really looking forward to seeing how fast they could do it. And... Rob Whitaker, um, I mean, he just, he just did it, just ran at a pretty steady pace. Kevin Gastelum, I think, ran nine or ten laps, and then he just started chundering. <laughs> like fully chundering like, everywhere on the track. Yeah. Grim. Um, I did think that, like, when they said it was um, 106 degrees. That's hot. Uh, that, that is hot, yeah. Fair play. I, but then 
then again, they are professional athletes. They're professional athletes, and also every lap they came around, they were like sprayed down with water. And, and they also had like their water to like give it to them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, it was on a track as well, so it was on track. So yeah, they should have been able to cruise. Kelvin like track, track. Yeah, a 5k on a track is. I mean, that's that's easy. It's easy. Like, what's your what's your 5k PB? My five. Uh, it was like 17. 17.5 or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, so they they, they, they No, Johnny, it might, it's nowhere near 17. I wish it, it was. No. Well, no, I, I, like, I, I believe it. You, you, you actually believe that? Uh, I mean, you believe I, mean, I could run a 17-minute 5K? I was a bit sceptical, but I wasn't going to be reliant on, on such a form. Right. Fair play, cheers. If you, if you want to say that you can run a 17-minute 5K, um, I don't know, maybe you've done cool runnings with like Tom Luxton. Shout out to Tom. Definitely. <laughs> Shout out to Tom, okay. <laughs> definitely, definitely does not follow the Instagram. He, uh, Just throw that out there. Pop up to him after this be like, Tom, start, start following. Yeah, he better start um, following after this after he gets a shout out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, you, you could, I mean, people in cool runnings could do, like, 17 minutes 5k, like, I don't know, maybe you're good at running. Uh, I did nah, think that's I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. There's no way I'm getting a 17 minute 5k. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm like 22 maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, about, I'm about the same. Okay, decent. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find what their times were, but no one seems to do it. Um, that's annoying. That is I, I reckon they... I, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I don't I, think I, they were much... I can't. I wouldn't say they're much faster than like a 22. I mean, to be fair, like I think if they... Because obviously they are professional athletes, but like, they probably don't run 5Ks very often. Well, they, no, they no. Might, might not, but... Um, like if they did them more consistently, they would easily jump time off. But like if it's like their first one for a while, then yeah, that that's. Well, it, no, it's weird because what I think it was Gaston was saying. Oh, you know, um, I do sprints. Was it? Was it? Yeah, I do sprints, and you know, I, I never do long long runs. Yeah. It's like well, five k isn't a long run, you know. Yeah, it's it, it's not it, a five k is not a long run in terms of running. It's I not a long run at all. I think the shortest distance that can be considered a long distance is like five miles. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, um, yeah, five miles so, is a long yeah, run. Yeah. When he said that, I did sort of think, like, he could be in for a long, a long <laughs> yeah. half hour. I did think, though, maybe, I don't because annoyingly, they don't say how fast they're running. Maybe he went off really quickly trying to keep up with Rob Whittaker and then just kept that pace for eight, like, ages, and then that's in the heat and whatnot. That's, like, what made him throw up. Yeah. I don't know. It was it, like if you haven't seen it, go look up on YouTube. It is quite funny. Yeah, I, I guess the last thing to say is um, about that. The UFC might have not wanted to release the times because they were so bad. That is. Like a good you never, point. you never know. It you might just put. A, yeah. Uncle Dane is sneaky, like that. He is. Um, yeah. So, but on to the fight this weekend between them. Um, yeah. I I'm looking forward to this fight. Uh, we I think we all know Whitaker. I mean, sorry, not Whitaker, Gastelum. You know, he's got the experience. He He's fought the top guys. Um, I think, you know, he, he can definitely... I'm say, What I'm saying is he can win. He can definitely win. It's a possibility. And I think despite him being ranked at, what, was he like ranked eight or something? I think seventh or eight, yeah. He is eight at the moment. Eight, yeah. Um, I think, um, I think he, he's kind of higher than that. I think he, yeah, he'll fight He'll fight better he than an eighth ranked person. He for a thousand days. Um, I know a couple yeah. of episodes ago when he last, well, we were about 
I was bashing him, not a lot, but like a little bit, and just said that he, he seemed to be a bit not that motivated. But yeah. um, I said getting a win over um, Heinzic is probably good, done, done something good for his confidence. Um, yeah. Like, he, he knows, because he has beaten some top guys, like Bits Big, Jacques Ray Souza. Like, had um, that good fight with um, Adesanya. Yeah, I had a good fight with Adesanya, which, you know, could like that was competitive. Uh, so I think yeah. this this most recent win will already done a lot for his confidence. Maybe like get him back into that mentality of like, oh, I'm I'm Kelvin Gastelum, former midweight champ. Like I can't do this. I still think Whitaker is just looking so good right now. Um, especially yeah, I agree. His last fight against Cannonier. Um, I I think Whitaker is probably going to get it. Yeah, I I agree. I. <sighs> No, I, I like Whitaker, and also, yeah, he, he has been really good. I mean, being Darren Till, uh, just showing the experience at the end to get the takedowns. Um, he could, you know, he could uh, f- hold his own on his feet with Darren Till, and then, yeah, being Cannoneer, just schooling Cannoneer. So, yeah. yeah. And also, like, his loss, so, his loss to Adesanya is, like, a small blemish, pretty flawless record. Is he, um, yeah, how many fights was he on winning in a row? Nine fights. Nine? Yeah, nine. Lost Adesanya, came back, beat Till, the unanimous decision, beat Cabernet, the unanimous decision. Um, mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's KO Derek Brunson, he's KO Jacare Souza, he's fought Yol Romero twice and beat him twice. Um, I, yeah, I think uh, he was showing up a bit by Adesanya. I think his plan was a bit off and he just didn't, the game plan didn't go as he hoped. But I think skill-wise, he's really, really high. Yeah, uh, I think Adesanya was like a nightmare matchup for him as well. He's yeah. he's so long, so much taller than him, and he's got good take on the fence. So you know, fighter who's that tall and he uses his, his uh, reach really well, um, and then he's got very good take on the fence. I don't know. It's not going to not be a good matchup for Whitaker. So yeah. he he just he just caught him coming in, I guess. If um right, if Whitaker wins. Yeah. Uh, next fight, type fight. Um, it uh, against Adesanya. Yeah. When was the last fight? Two thousand nineteen, October to end of two thousand nineteen was their last fight. So it would, it would, by the time they get around to fighting, it would be like two years later. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give him that. I think because I. I mean, Till Till's not going to be fighting for a while. Yeah. Um, who else have you got? Brunson. Brunson's just Cost. come off a win, but um, maybe you do Vittori Costa, and then that's the number one contender after you do Whitaker Adesanya. Yeah, I think. Yeah, in the top five, it's Whitaker who's at number one and who is on his um, yeah, top five win streak. Yeah, against yeah. a bunch of guys. Then you've got Costa hasn't done anything since he lost. Marvin Vittori thinks that he should get a title shot. I'm not sure uh, nah. about that. No. Not yet. Not yet. He's jumped up three places from that fight against Holland, and Holland was number. Well, he's twelfth ranked now. I don't really know why he jumps up so many places. I guess just because of inactivity until. Yeah. Um, he's on a five-fight win streak, though. Yeah, but do you see him getting? I mean, I just see him getting KO'd by Adesanya now. I think. I I get he had a good fight with Adesanya before, but 
I think he uh, Israel Asanya has improved way more than Vitor yeah, has. Yeah, I also think that since Adesanya, he hasn't fought anyone that high ranked. I'd yeah, quite like yeah. to see him against either Brunson, Cannoneer, or Costa. One Any of those fights would be good. They mm. would be. Um, no, Brunson, to be fair, like he's ranked number fifth, but he's he's just one. I don't know what he did before the uh, Holland fight. Oh, he had a good win before that, I think. Um, I mean, he's on a long, uh, big uh, win streak now. Yeah, I'm no, pretty sure, uh, like five uh, fights, is it? Four fights. Five fight win, four four fight win streak. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, I think he beat your boy Shabazian. He did. Shabazian's fighting again soon, actually. Mm. I think this weekend. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, I think Whitaker, if he beats Gaston, oh, Marvin fighting Brunson, Costa fighting Cannonier, and then yeah, we'll start to get a better idea of what the middleweight division looks like. If yeah. um if Gaston gets the win, do you reckon he fights the belt next? If Gaston gets the win, oh no, I don't think he fights the belt. I, but then who? I don't know. Who do you put? If not Gastelum, who? Yeah, if not Gastelum, I think it's got to be Vittori. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, or tell. Or tell. I mean, I wouldn't be like. I mean, just beating up one competitor. Like, I yeah. would be uh, disappointed that if he showed that he can be like literally the top guy. But, yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's a weird one because Robert Whittaker, because he was a champion for so long. He's beaten a bunch of top guys, and because Adesanya is beating Rob Whitaker, it kind of puts a lot of guys out of the out of the uh, the question, you know. Yeah, I guess. Um, and until's now, got until his fucking injury. Idiot. Um, I don't know. I think Adesanya I, I don't really mind. Fed his belt because I mean, ideally, I, I, if yes, I was in, I'd quite like the top five guys start like handing each other out, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would hope he fights this year. He better fight this year, actually. I think he will. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a good, a good fight this weekend, actually. Yeah. Um, and then who else is is fighting? Oh yeah, who, I don't know who else. Like Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, yeah. Don't really care. He's alright, but like. Mm. I mean. He just I don't think he's fought since he lost to Calvin Cater. Who oh, the fuck is that guy? Now. He's moved up the weight division. Yeah. That will be interesting then if he um, he does. He's coming after McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> and then Andre Olovsky <laughs> is fighting Chase Sherman. Uh okay. Andre Olovsky has fought fifty two times. Yeah, he's forty two. Well, he's on win or lose, he's probably not gonna be around for much longer. Nah, nah. Just lost the battle as well. <laughs> oh god, mate. 42. Fucking hell. 42, that is a lot. Um. Uh. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know much about Drakkar Kloster. No, me neither. I'm going to make two predictions for this weekend. Uh, Whitaker and, um. My man, Ben Askren. <laughs> I'm gonna go Whitaker as well, but I'm gonna go Mr. Jake Paul. Well, imagine my shock. <laughs> right, oh, have God. we? Do you want to talk quickly about the uh, the the Twitter beef? Because there's been a lot. There's been some back and forth. 
also, another good thing about being on Spotify now, we're not so constrained by time. Oh, thank God, because before, we, you know, we couldn't really read out any of tweets. We, yeah, we used to get worried. Oh, you're talking about, oh, talking about the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were going to say about the, the Twitter. Yeah, no, the time. Cause oh, reading what, we... out the tweets and having to, like, censor them. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was about. Oh, no, I mean, like, the time. Because we used to be like, oh, I hope we've got enough to talk about. And then we'd get to, like, 50 minutes and still have lots of stuff to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, this Twitter beef, Conor McGregor... Um, said you know something not not that um out of order he just said oh i predict that um i'm gonna k um i'm gonna k you, you with a front kick Good, yeah. and we'll, we'll see what happens and then um dustin poirier said you also predicted you'd um donate 500k to my charity what um and then you started ghosting us and this is when it started getting really beefy yeah. Um, for those who haven't seen, McGregor then said, um, "A donation, not a debt. I don't owe you anything. I wanted to make sure that, um, like, it. I, I know exactly what has happened to the 500k because some charities mm. like they just take it or something, and your team never replied to me. And then, um, <laughs> Poirier tweeted, 100% never a debt. You offered, we accepted." Like I said, your team never responded to our emails regarding the process of their funds we put to work. July 10th, you will deface defeat again. Um, this is where it gets beefy. Probably beefy. <laughs> You're ripped, you inbred hillbilly. Why do you wink with your ears? You fucking day brain-dead hillbilly. 500k with no plan in place. You hang tight, fool. You must be new to money. The fight is off, by the way. I'm going to fight someone else on the 10th. Good luck to your old contract, kid. Um, I think my favourite outcome of this is Chell Sutton got involved. No, in, oh, fuck's sake, alright. He just tweeted saying, boys, boys, let's settle down. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. he loves it, Conor McGregor. He does, and then McGregor tweeted again saying, so you later, me, and did a picture when he KO'd us and walked off. Then Dustin went, okay, and a gift of McGregor getting KO'd by him. Um, <laughs> and I did think that originally, or maybe Red Pants, you know, like, is it is it going to be the same? Um, and then straight away, yeah. Rafael Dos Anjos, Kevin Lee, and Michael Chan, that all tweeted being like, fight me instead. Really? Yeah. Oh, and so Connor said, it's Mardi Gras, bitches, get your tits up for it. Yeah, saw <laughs> <Stop> that. <laughs> I love how he just put in the uh, the big one to to Poirier. He just puts fool, <laughs> just full stop. Fool. Five hundred k, no plan in place. You hang tight. Fool. <laughs> full stop. Then it just keeps going. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Um... <laughs> and his his next his next tweet after the Mardi Gras one, um, really respectful about um, about Ramadan, saying how oh uh, you know. All, you know, saying like honouring all my Muslim fans, um, honouring Ramadan and stuff. Oh, yeah. so, you can't, you can't have that. My Muslim fans and friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Did you see this, this tweet after that? Nah, um, wait, what's the next one? Uh, where is it? Oh, looking, looking start. start. the foundations yeah. of a good fight. You guys in? Who's in? McGregor versus question mark. Is that where Kevin Lee and all those guys are just on it? Um... No, I think when he said the fight is off, that was the one before, right? Yeah. yeah. 
I thought he really, he didn't. In the beginning, it was a bit like, it could have been, oh, you said you'd give me 500k, and you did, ooh, mm. like uh, having a little boat. He was like, you ripped inbred hillbilly. Much <laughs> quicker than it is. Fool. Fool. I love how um, someone's just put um, to the to the McGregor tweet looking for the to start fight foundations. Who you got McGregor v? Someone's just put a picture of Nate Diaz when he had that joint when he's in the in the crowd, <laughs> just oh, holding up to the camera. That would be good. Um, that would be, that'd be good. So a quick, uh, quick side note: yeah, you know Nate Diaz is a dad. Yeah, yeah. There, there's this great video of him talking about his. Kids. I literally saw it the other day. Mate, the algorithm—it's actually crazy. Yeah, it really is. And then it was like, how, how do you feel like being a dad has changed? And then he was like, exactly. when you go to war, you don't, you don't know your kids. You know, I said, I've been fathering these motherfuckers for yeah. years. Oh, been fathering the whole division. It's a regular thing. It could yeah. be a number of things. It could actually be that he said, I'll give you 500k, thinking he was going to KO him, got beaten and was like, no, fuck it, you're not having your money. Yeah, I, I hope. Move. I hope. It's I like hope that, that if he's just if he if it's because of that and he's just so sour because because he lost. That I mean, come on, mate, like, just grow up. I, you've got you got all the money in the world. You know, it's five hundred k. It doesn't it's mean much like to not, you. I mean, obviously, Poirier is charity, but like, it is a charity. It's not like you're buying Poirier a house. Yeah, you would like literally five hundred k to help people. Um, I don't think it is that though because like. Also, no, the neither. pandemic and stuff, he's done loads of charity work and donated stuff and mm-hmm. delivered medical supplies. So I think he is grown up enough to, to not just not give the money because um, yeah. he lost. But then, I mean, it's quite an established charity, so I don't really... Yeah. Is, is it really going to be the case that he wants to know exactly where the money's going or do you just... I mean, I, 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 mean, I think it's not necessary for him to do that because it's an established charity however when you're donating 500k like, i guess yeah, it's if true. you do want to know exactly where it's going and that is kind of fair enough before you donate i reckon it's yeah. what it's going to be is like really bad communication from both of their teams and there's been a bit of confusion and um yeah they both sort of read the situation the wrong way and that's where it's come from yeah, I, I think or, it's probably something like that again. Or is Mergo just trying, trying to start beef again? Yeah, maybe. He thought, I need to play some mind games. Oh, well, we'll piss him off. I'm going to withhold the money for a little bit <laughs> so I can then have a reason to pull up an imprint hillbilly again. And then... I can see him doing that. I can see him doing that. Yeah. Just the old McGregor just coming back. Old just McGregor. chat shit. Just I, chat shit nonstop. stop yeah. He did no more Mr. Nice Guy, and I guess that extended to... Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take back that 500 grand. Yeah. Have you seen the video he put on his Instagram with him and his son? Um, wait, which... I think he's done a few on Instagram, so... It was when, which um, one? they were at the beach, and then he had his necklace on, and he was like, look at this, son. it's the McGregor family crest. And then oh, I, I did... like, they were chatting a lot of shit. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> I think someone had hit his son, and McGregor was like, why has he hit you? And then his son was like, oh, he hit me in the back. And then McGregor was like, hit him in the back. Just go hit back. And like, advocating <laughs> your five-year-old shot stuff. <sighs> he's he's going to be an interesting kid when he gets older. Give it up. He is. He, mate, he's, he's going to be such a little prick. You just, <laughs> come on. He's going to be such a little prick. Oh, he's probably, he's yeah. got all the money in the world. He's, 
you can you just know he's going to be su- such a little arrogant like twat. But and also, you know McGregor's going to get coached in kickboxing, jujitsu. Oh yeah. All that. Yeah. So he knows he could probably take most people his age by a certain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I I can see McGregor just training his kid, yeah, like definitely. to go all the way. Yeah. A bit like Nigel and Conor Ben. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. Um, but I I don't believe in this fight. I think nah. they signed the contract. Yeah, yeah, this fight is not off. But it, it, it's, it's smart. I mean, McGregor, he just loves to keep his, his name in the, in the news. He does. He's, he's always talking, always chatting shit to people, always on Twitter. Uh, it's smart by him just getting some more attention for the fight. Yeah. Um, and it's worked. I mean, me, me and you are talking about it, aren't we? So. Yeah, and then, like, April 6th, he tweeted him saying... Um, Dustin said, I'd never slap. I'll meet you in the octagon in July. Went, Good to hear, Dustin. I hope so. Because last time you backed up and shot inside the first 30 seconds, I'll be in the middle of the get-go if you want it. You know that I'll be ready uh, for tax this time too, though. See you there. Like, that was very cordial. Yeah. Like, very, not mm-hmm. friendly because they're going to snap shit out of each other, but there wasn't any beef. I wouldn't be surprised if he just really, like, wants to generate some, some hype, generate some beef. Yeah. Dana White's yeah, probably no. thinking this is not a build because the pay-per-view's going to pop off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think he probably enjoys he enjoys the beef as well. I don't I don't like him saying the fight's off, though. No, no. It's like, it's like the times he keeps saying he retired. I'm like, just fucking saying Yeah, it, it gets old. It uh, gets really old. And it, honestly, it, it, remi- it does... Re- it reminds me a lot of Floyd Mayweather. And I was just thinking about this before the podcast, actually. Um, do you think... Conor McGregor could potentially. Well, do you think he could potentially end up going broke, like Floyd Mayweather has pretty much done, and that's like the reason why he's taking all these fights, you know, Logan Paul and that kind of stuff. Nah, McGregor's got his whiskey. He has, but Floyd Mayweather, he's broken. He's made a fucking ton of money. Yeah, but I think, where um, like with, with the fight, you you get like. You know, you get that big payday, and it's huge. But it's just, that's it. And then you spend it, and then it's, it's gone. Whereas this whiskey is like going to be a constant like drip. Yeah, he's always going to have an income in. coming in from that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I hope not. That'd be really like sad to see. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, going from the first double UFC champ fight Floyd Mayweather. Um, launching one of a really successful whisk company and uh, a clothes line and a fitness app being yeah. like literally on top of the world to you know going broke and having a glass jewel that's a yeah, great I, I, no, no, I, I don't think um, like his management and stuff will, will let him do that either no also to be fair he does seem to be in, like, in a bit more of a good headspace than he was a few years ago yeah because he was getting arrested quite a lot and <laughs> it was it, accused of sexual assault, he was accused of assaulting a fan, mm-hmm. he punched the old fellow in the pub, he tried to chuck Khabib. I read a story once that the Mafia were after him, but that, that never really yeah. materialized. I read that as well, in back in Ireland, yeah. Yeah, um, but like now, despite, you know, still being angry on Twitter, he seems a bit more, a little bit more, dapper, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did think, like, you know, like he's at the end of the day, he's he is also just a, not a normal guy, but like he is in the sense that like 
you know, when when you've had a few drinks, someone tweets something or sends you a text that pisses you off, and then you go to reply and you think, oh, I'll probably regret saying this in the morning, but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm drunk. Yeah. Like, it could he, just yeah. be something like that. Like, he could wake up, I don't know where he is, times are wise, but he could wake up in the morning and be like, I should not have said that. Yeah, he's very like Darren Till in that kind of sense. Yeah. He just says what he does, and obviously, if he's, you know, drinking a proper 12 all night, then. Fair play. You used to need to try proper 12. Huh? You used to need to try proper 12. Um, no, I tried a little bit of it. Then you yeah, brought it around. I thought we should get like a bottle in for the next big event. We should, well, next Conifer, I guess. Next Conifer, in July, when restrictions have eased further. Restrictions have eased further. the law. Yeah, we won't have any work either, that would be class. That would be quite good, to be fair. Imagine that July 10th, what, bottle of proper 12. Yeah, all the boys around, we can seem like such pros explaining what's going on. We can yes. Watch, <laughs> we can watch Conor McGregor um, split, throw a left to put Poirier out. Oh, Eddie Alvarez number two. Eddie Alvarez number Imagine two. Imagine that. If, Calls out Nate Diaz for the trilogy on the mic. Oh, yeah. Okay, if, um, let's say regardless of, like, the, the impact that the fight will have, like, go fight for the fight, you win or something. Yeah. Just that fight in its, like, um, isolation. Who would you want to win? McGregor Poirier. Yeah. Regardless of what happens afterwards, just that so, fight. Yeah, so let's say like it doesn't it doesn't affect okay. who rankings, it doesn't affect their record, like just as a fight, which would you want to win? Uh McGregor. <laughs> like, I'm too much of a fanboy of McGregor, let's be honest. Yeah. I like even even I, I know what you're saying, like even you know, if you put all the, the future matchups to the side and you just Go purely off who do you want to win that fight? I'd still say McGregor. I yeah, I I agree. Yeah. I, I would want McGregor to win, but I would say Dustin is just a lovely man. He is, and he, he seems so nice. He, I know he he is. Yeah, he's just yeah, one of those I, very genuine fighters. I love that you know that video that I sent on Instagram of him like he was trying to do an advert for a betting company. Oh mate, like, <laughs> it was like, I was creasing at that. If anyone could like go and find that, go watch it. It's like the equivalent of when you're sort of like in year five, um, and you're in like the school play, and you've learned your lines. You can't really put any finesse on them. You just kind of say them really loudly, <laughs> and then um, the, uh, I can't remember what the quote was, but it was like, "Will Tyron Woodley get a win?" against Vincent Luque this weekend? I don't know. Cheers, uh, Dustin. He would, mate, he did, yeah. He just stick to fighting. Like, just stick to that man. He, he's not meant yeah. for the camera. He's not meant for the camera. He's not meant for acting. That was no. really hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was like two minutes long and it was so cringy. I know. It was so cringy. Fair play. So that's, yeah, that's everything for... Yeah. We'll keep you guys updated with this uh, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier nonsense. Yeah, um, I, we I, can I always put. Just say the fight back on. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Can we start I... put, posting some updates on Instagram as well. Yeah. Well, we're, we're gonna do probably after this. I'll do the um, the recap of the weekend. I meant to do it. The pr- to, yeah, yeah. Eight hundred been hungover since the the UFC fights, and I just haven't got around to doing it. So we'll do that. Maybe chuck a few more memes up. Do your predictions friends, as well. Friends. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll link our Spotify when we get up and running. Yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll try and work on that straight after this, yeah. quickly. Hopefully it shouldn't take long. Hope, yeah, hopefully we can get up and then get some guests on soon in the future. Yeah, that'd be good. And then maybe get a new jingle in. Yeah, yeah, new jingle. You don't have to put that rubbish at the start. Yeah, 
Well, thank you for listening to episode 9 slash episode 1, guys, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one.